You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time: The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Brickline Brewing. They're doing very tasty things. Find Brick Lane in all good bottle shops. Athena will help you pay down your home loan faster. Visit athena.com.au. Dwayne's World with Dwayne Russell. Always great to have you calls and your tests coming through for Dwayne's World. We're back for Midday Madness tomorrow, of course. So put that number in your phone for Midday Madness tomorrow and we'll head back to your calls on 1-300-736-736. Always great to have uh, stars of the game joining us. And Lee Adams has been good enough to pick up our call. 100 games in his own right and former North Melbourne coach. Welcome to you, Lee. Great to have you on. Yeah, Dwayne. Thanks for having me. It's nice to have you on so close after the final siren of your intra-club hit out. Uh, firstly, uh, was there any negative uh, news to report? Any injuries? No, touch wood. We've, uh, we've been really lucky this pre-season with our injury toll. So couple of um, bumps and bruises, but able to get through unscathed with, with no major injuries. I noticed that one team uh, soundly beat the other. Was it probables versus possibles, or how did you split the teams? It was a little bit of a mix. Uh, we, we probably started the first quarter with our uh, more likely probables, um, and then from about quarter time onwards, we were able to uh, spin most of our most of our AFL-listed players um, that were playing full match play had at least a quarter to a half in the blue team. So a little bit of a mix, but, but started off with our, our stronger team. Uh, any experiments today that were seen by all, so you don't mind telling me? Um, I'm just trying to think. I don't think so. We've pretty much had most of our guys training their preferred position most of the preseason. And, um, yeah, today that mainly stayed this the same off the top of my head. Um, what about um, sure your half-back post? So um, I've been told that McCurch, you might play back there. You might uh, continue with Bailey Scott either as a player in the middle or playing on the wing. Sheasel, where Sheasel play as well? Yeah, we've been looking to probably get a little bit more run and carry and, um, and ball use off our half-back line. Um, so... At this stage, it looks like McCurch will come off a half-back and, and Sheezer will probably start there as well. Uh, looks like Bailey Scott will probably come off half-back wing from okay. there. And I'm hoping maybe um, Zach Fisher didn't play today when he's up and running that he might go through there as well. So there's plenty of options for us um, with speed and, and ball use off half-back. Um, so a mixture of those four guys you should see um, playing through those roles. So the big wave run from defence is something that we're told that you're going to have as part of your weaponry this year. And you did trial it a few times last year, but didn't sort of came unstuck against the really good teams. 
Yeah, yeah, we've got to get that mixture right. You still obviously got to have guys that can defend off halfback as well. So we feel like um, the, the guys that we've got coming off at the moment, they definitely give us some some speed and some polish off there. And, and hopefully we can get the balance right of being able to defend the ground if we do turn it over. But I think um, these days defence has just been so strong across the competition that the teams are trialling to to try and move the ball as quick as they can before that defence is able to get set. Are you in control of the midfield? Are you are you in control of the midfield this year? Yeah, I'll be I'll be going to the midfield this year. So um, yeah, it's an exciting line to take over with with a lot of our high draft picks and and, and established players playing through there. So um, yeah, we're, we're lucky that we've got um, plenty of guys to pick through through that midfield. It's going to be hard to fit them all in uh, come round one at the moment. So who decides who you get and who stays at half back? Uh, is there? I mean, would you rather have? Sheasel or McKercher in as part of your midfield or is it too hard for a young player with their bodies to be thrown into the midfield uh, these days? You're better off playing McKercher off half-back, letting him play the kind of season, if he can, that Sheasel had last year. Yeah, there's definitely plenty of uh, fighting going on between the assistant coaches um, <laughs> trying to get the best players into their line and, and I'd love to have uh, Sheasel and McKercher inside but... Um, We've got to get, yeah, it's a balance between um, balancing up the team as best as possible to make sure that we've got um, all lines covered. Um, so that there's a bit of that. And, and I think how successful Sheasel was being able to come off halfback last year and see the game coming at him a little bit instead of um, getting, I suppose, hit by those bigger bodies all season probably allowed him to have a, a really consistent year um, and probably stay a little bit fresher than if he had played midfield. And, I think that's a little bit of the thinking behind it with McKercher is allow him to, to pick up the speed of the game, um, allow him to, to probably not get crashed and bashed as much um, in his first year of footy. And um, no doubt at some stage throughout their career, both of those guys are going to play some midfield time. Uh, but at the moment, when we've got the likes of George Wardlaw and LDU, Jai Simpkin, Will Phillips, Tom Power that can go through there, there's probably not that need to, to rush them straight into the middle straight up. Was Christian Cherry, is he your number one ruck? Did he ruck today? He did. It was his first game back. Um, he had the facial fracture about three weeks ago. So he rucked uh, majority of the time in the blue. Uh, him and um, Callum Coleman-Jones as well. So, um, yeah, going forward, Big X will be our number one, number one ruck. And, and he was really, really good, really dominant out there today. And, um, touch wood, he got through unscathed as well, which has been uh, probably his issue over the last couple of years. But the way he plays has been his durability. But... Uh, hoping we can get a full year out of him this year. Yeah, I wasn't there, but w- was that him in the headgear? It was, yeah. Um, I'm not 100% sure why he had the headgear on. He trained with okay. it for a couple of weeks there um, while he was just coming back and he was non-contact. But, um, yeah, I think he just might feel a little bit more comfortable over the next couple of weeks just having it in that, having it on for that extra protection. But um, I don't think it's going to be a fashion accessory he's going to wear during the year. Where's Charlie Conman going to play? Uh, what have you got him earmarked for? Yeah, so Charlie Charlie got through three quarters of footy today, um, which has been great. He's played the last two uh, games on, on limited game time and he's obviously still working back from that pretty badly broken leg last year. Um, I think we're going to start him down back this year. Mm-hmm. Um, once again, it's a really similar to probably the, the Sheasel and Colby McCurch, where he just... He hasn't been able to get on the park for uh, long periods of time and um, we as a coaching group just feel that him being able to see the game in front of him and, and not have to deal with Ruckman 
dropping back in the hole as a forward and um, defenders coming over the top of him might just give him an opportunity for at least the first half of the year to get some continuity into his body and hopefully play some some good footy for us down back because he's a a great uh, physical specimen, a great uh, mark, whether it's forward or back. And Hopefully we can utilise his strength down back a little bit this year. So Larky, Zerha, will Callum Coleman-Jones play forward or start on the bench for you as your second ruck if Tristan Cherry is first ruck come round one? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not 100% sure. I would say that he'd probably start on the ground, just mm. uh, with Zerha being that little bit of an undersized tall, uh, it might just uh, help Larky a little bit for, for CJ to be down there and, and be able to contest on a few of those long balls. But, uh, yeah, he'll be a, a forward ruck for us if, if everything's going well going forward. And what's going to be the asset, you think, to take you forward this year, do you think, Lee? I mean, everyone's looking for a trick to do something better than the other teams are doing it. What's going to be yours? Yeah, um, I'm not sure we're going to have any um, tricks up our sleeve. I think we've been... The, the one thing that's been really good for us is we had continuity of players on the track for pre-season, which we probably haven't had the last mm. few years. And I think it's going to be just our growth and development, particularly, uh, hopefully, through our, our midfield group with... George Wardlaw getting through a full pre-season. Tom Powers had a full pre-season. Um, we get a few, a, new, a few new recruits in there. Darcy Tucker's had a, new, a full pre-season. Dylan Stevens comes down from Sydney as another elite runner for us. Um, put that together with hopefully a little bit more speed and polish off half-back. Um, should see some natural growth in those younger guys going into their second, third and fourth years. Yeah, great news. So, yeah, exciting times. Well, it paints an exciting picture for me. It's a long road to get yourself back up the ladder, but um, how do you feel right now? How's your confidence level that you can spike this year? Yeah, I'm not sure um, how much of a spike will be uh, in terms of wins and losses or anything like that, but, yeah, I'm really positive about the pre-season that we've had. Um, yeah, you need a little bit of luck with injury and, and whatnot, but the, the growth we've had within our group over the last six months on the track... Um, has set us up to, to definitely improve on last year, whether that's win losses or whatever. But um, yeah, we're in a really positive state of mind at the moment with the way we're playing the game and the, the maturity of our list and, and the fitness of our list uh, at this time of year. Really great to have you on, Lee. It's great for your fans listening to this as well that couldn't get there today to hear that update. Pretty exciting stuff for them to hear. You know, Charlie Coleman playing down back and who your centre square starting for, etc., is going to be what your forward line's going to look at look like. So I really appreciate your time. Thanks for jumping on. Thanks for having me, Dwayne. Lee Adams, North Melbourne assistant coach, coaching in the midfield this year. Back to wrap it all up after the break.